so um happy to uh, to see you and uh i will uh yeah during the uh, last initiations in Radhadesh, there was one devotee who was somehow or other not on my list and I meditated then on a name, a young girl from, uh, from uh, Bulgaria. And I came up with the name uh, Hemanta Rupa and thinking that Hemanta was related to, to gold, but later someone pointed out that no, no, it's related to, to winter. So, okay. Um, then I changed the name to, uh, because it was true, it was correct. I changed the name and let me just read it to Hemontalila. And here we are reading now. Happily, the meaning of Hemantalila. Happily wandering through the Hemanta forest with Radhika, Sri Krishna observed the many winter flowers, vines, birds, and animals to shelter them from the cold. Vrindadevi, the keeper of the forest, joyfully presented them with small winter coats of crimson, tawny blue, and golden colors. So now that's Hemantalila. She can meditate on this from the Venu Gita. She can meditate on the, the little winter coats and the pastimes of Krishna in this way. Yeah, there are uh, so many ways um, that Krishna is performing his pastimes. Um, they asked Srila Prabhupada if there was also snow in the spiritual world. And uh, Prabhupada said, yes, there is, but it's not cold. Yeah. So how difficult to understand. How can we understand from where we are, what the spiritual world actually looks like? Yeah. We have heard about it, but we cannot see. So that will be revealed to us in time. Um, 
Tomorrow I'll be. Tomorrow I'll be going uh, to uh, Cologne, Germany, for Ratiatra, which starts at uh, uh, yeah. The, they start breaking coconuts and doing things like that at eleven thirty in the morning. So uh, I'll try and be there, and also break break a coconut, and uh, and then take it take it further and uh, become young, connect with all the devotees and just sing for the pleasure of Lord Jagannath. Somehow or other, um, that's been my uh, relationship with them, um, singing in front of the Rantiyaj. And Cologne is not so far from uh, where I'm now. So uh, it looks like a good idea to go. Uh, of course, there are so many Ratiatras now, and I cannot go to every single one of them. That's also quite a thing. Otherwise, I mean, uh, in uh, nice part of the Netherlands um, on the on the coast a uh, bit north of Amsterdam uh, in Buckham and it's a nice place and I'm just uh, and tomorrow morning we leave from here so now I can tell you where I am because <laughs> by the time you reach here we'll all be fast asleep so, <laughs> and uh, yeah, sometimes we need to hide a little bit because uh, it was quite hectic lately. Um, so many people, uh, <coughs> but I try to uh, to. Um, to respond in a positive way, but part of me also just appreciates uh, being alone. Right? Something to say, or just being alone and having nothing else to do. So I enjoy that, that uh, a little bit more peace and quiet. So yes, I. Uh, uh, we'll look at something from scripture. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, Shiva Bhagavatam. 3.25. Let's go there. So the third canto, chapter 25 is called the glories of devotional service. So let's begin. Tasya tom tamasun dasya dusra parasya ja paragam satschakchur janmanam ante labdhame anugrat. Your Lordship, 
is my only means of getting out of this darkest region of ignorance because you are my transcendental eye, which by your mercy only I have attained after many, many births. And this comes up in the teachings of Lord Kapila. So the following is from there. This verse is very instructive since it indicates the relationship with the spiritual master and the disciple. The disciple, the conditioned soul, <coughs> is put into this darkest region of ignorance and therefore is entangled in the material existence of sense gratification. It is very difficult to get out of this entanglement and attain freedom. But if one is fortunate enough to get the association of a spiritual master like Kapila Muni or his representative, then by his grace one can be delivered from the mire of ignorance. The spiritual master is therefore worshipped as one who delivers the disciple from the mire of ignorance with the light of the torch of knowledge. The word paragam is very significant. Paragam refers to one who can take the disciple to the other side. This side is conditional life. The other side is the life of freedom. The spiritual master takes the disciple to the other side by opening his eyes to knowledge. You're suffering simply because of ignorance. By the instruction of the spiritual master, the darkness of ignorance is removed and thus the disciple is enabled to go to the site of freedom. It is stated in Bhagavad Gita that after many, many births, one surrenders to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Similarly, if after many, many births, one is able to find a bona fide spiritual master and surrender to such a bona fide representative of Krishna, one can be taken to the side of light. So that's interesting. We are, uh, yeah, we're hearing <clears throat> the spiritual master who can take us to the other side, the other side of ignorance. And ignorance is basically that we are pursuing sense gratification in this world. Um, that is very strong, very difficult to control. Mm. So the spiritual master is pointing at serving Krishna. Um, that's his only concern to serve Krishna. Yes. Um, there are many ways to serve Krishna. But of course, we want to bring uh, people back to devotional service. Um, and in this way, that is our first priority in terms of service. But then again, any service is also uh, valuable. When we're serving Krishna, at home and worship the deity, yes. That will um, guarantee, it will guarantee that we will not forget Krishna and that we will remember Krishna uh, throughout his life and at the time of death. So that's essential. That is our desire that that will be, uh, be there. So um, anyone, Worships the deity at home is fortunate. Well, there's the Panchanga Bhakti, the five limbs of devotional service. So the Panchanga Bhakti deals with the five types of devotional service, which includes also hearing Bhagavatam, besides worshiping the deity, 
it includes uh, the chanting of the holy name, it includes associating with devotees, and it includes uh, the say, staying in the holy dam. Um, anyway, so these activities are Panchanga Bhakti are, are very important. Um, and of course, we must chant the holy name of Krishna. So by chanting, um, everything will change. Because by chanting, we are associating with Krishna directly. I'm sitting now in my bed. filling up with people. It looks, it looks like an Indian train here. Opposite of me, two men are sitting on one seat. <laughs> very, very common in India. Um, some passengers, are also sitting on the floor. And one is even sitting in the bathroom, which is very nice. <laughs> what to do? It's, it's a little full, somehow or other. Uh, that's how it is, the life of a, of a sannyasi. It's like, um, it always changes. There's always new situations. And, uh, one week we are in the UK and they are doing a big, big program. And another week we are here in uh, somewhere with a few devotees in a, in a sort of Indian train setting. So many different backgrounds are there. But there are the constant, the constant elements. Um, as life is changing and as circumstances uh, address itself, we are uh, anchored in our constant activity. First of all, chanting the holy name every day. We may not be chanting the holy name in pure love of God. We may only chant the holy name as sadhakas, as those who are trying to cultivate more Krishna consciousness. Yeah. That may be our level of chanting, and that's fine. Right? Because that will protect us. Right? That is a protected level. Akama Sarva Kamala Moksha Whether we have material desires or not, right? <clears throat> we just apply ourselves wholeheartedly to the process of pure devotional service. So this is our uh, objective, somehow or not, to apply ourselves to the process of pure devotional service. Um, yeah, there are different duties at different times in life. As we are younger, we'll get busy with the material energy and engage that material energy in the service of Krishna. 
as we are getting older, will be less, we should be less involved with the material energy because we don't have the energy to do so many things. And then we should spend our time with Krishna directly, hearing and chanting, especially. As time increases, we should especially increase our hearing and chanting. I'm saying that for <coughs> those who are older among my disciples. I want to emphasize this need to increase hearing and chanting. Because time is going very quick, very, very quick. And uh, always, always an excuse, always something else to do. Uh, always the spare wheel, the extra activity, never the main. Right? So uh, this hearing and chanting, this Ravanam Kirtan, let us just make more out of that. So this 25th chapter of Srimad Bhagavatam, the glories of the third canto, the glories of devotional services, very, very famous. So text 26, I'll just read the image. You are the personality of Godhead, the origin and supreme Lord of all living entities. You've arisen to disseminate the rays of the sun in order to dissipate the darkness of the ignorance of the universe. So sometimes uh, the, um, the representative of the Supreme Lord is coming in this world. Other times the Supreme Lord himself is coming into this world. Um, and somehow or other, uh, the essence is the the Lord and his representatives, they are cent percent dedicated to pure devotional service. Um, Krishna is simply interested in pure devotional service, which includes loving exchanges in, in any of five rasas. So Krishna is in this way um, greatly relish, relishing so Krishna is just enjoying his spiritual activities. Um, um, so we are looking at um, Lord Kapila Day here, an incarnation of Krishna, who gives us transcendental knowledge. Transcendental knowledge means that we understand who Krishna is, that we understand who we are, and that we understand that the relationship between Krishna and ourselves is one of devotional service, one of eternal devotional service. So, and not only eternal uh, devotional service, but ever-growing devotional service. That is what we desire. That is what we strive for. So, uh, <clears throat> and of course, um, yeah, I realize that my service is, is meager, that I'm not so expert. In, uh, and that I'm 
not always managing to do something so big for Krishna. So with that, I realized more and more that I need mercy. It may not be enough what I have done to attract Krishna. Uh, excuse me. So, so let there be more mercy in, in my life. So I'm meditating about this, how to get more mercy. And I think all of us should meditate about this, how to get more mercy. Uh, obviously, some Vaishnavas, they have received a lot of mercy. And by pleasing them, they may share some of that with us. So there's to be always this spirit, you know, of serving uh, Vaishnavas who have received special mercy. And the more we serve them, the more they will share with us. Um, that is, uh, is an important point. quite a large number. Uh, all right, it's very nice that you all are here. And uh, I was quickly looking. Okay. Uh -huh. Yeah. So I'm, uh, yeah, we want to uh, take shelter. Uh, it's a team I have been speaking about during the initiation, uh, the need for taking shelter. And that we cannot just, uh, that the spiritual life is not a matter about us being determined um, somehow or other. I will do this. I must do this. No, uh, spiritual life is, uh, is really about taking shelter. It is there where we find strength. Shelter of chanting, shelter of reading, shelter of the deities. Um, in this way, shelter of the holy dawn, shelter of the devotees. These things are essential to us. This is where yeah, we can go deeper. Um, okay. I'm uh, going to stop a little early today because tomorrow of this we drive early in the morning to Cologne. I uh, I need a bit of extra rest, otherwise it will get too much. So, uh, with your permission, I'll have to uh, stop a little early, but uh, still. I am, uh, uh, I'm committed to um, somehow or other um, remind you of, of the only thing that's important in life. Simply devotional service to Krishna. What else? Nothing else is so, so meaningful. Other things we may still have to do some other things uh, like uh, we have to deal with the material energy. We have two cars and we're going to travel tomorrow with two cars. And one of the cars had a problem with the uh, uh, 
with the light. So that has to be fixed. What to do? Then one becomes caught up in these things. Yeah? And that, so there are many things in life that will take us away from direct remembrance of Krishna. And one can become habituated to always deal with such things and will never be able to, to really take time for Krishna. But all I can say is uh, somehow or other, um, this Friday, I have fixed it. Right? Um, I'm trying my level best to maintain this Zoom at any cost, right? just so there's something fixed, right? okay, that we're going to fix ourselves. Um, um, of course, it's, it's, uh, we should always fix ourselves and we should very much contemplate that uh, the time is short and that we should uh, you know, advance quickly, which of course we don't. Uh, that's the issue. So then, um, then let us at least do something that will bring us uh, mercy. Uh, for example, there is the, uh, well, whatever Srila Prabhupada, Prabhupada desired, if we can do something to fulfill these desires, that would help. That would bring us some mercy beyond our, uh, our capacity. So we're looking at how to get mercy that goes beyond our capacity um, yet served some served the great senior Vaishnavas when there are sannyasi served them right? or when there are disciples of Prabhupada served them when there are uh, yeah so many advanced devotees that serve them because <coughs> they uh, they, they, bring, they bring their credits with Krishna. Krishna is inclined. Krishna is inclined to fulfill their desires. So for me, this is not just a statement. I know it's not the first time I've said this. This is something where I put my faith. I put my faith that this is going to work. And this is going to, to do it. Um, I put my faith in, in serving these devotees. Because I know that Krishna is never, never uh, going to ignore anyone's service. So therefore, I'm always looking to those who have done some service. And if someone has made some sort of extra sacrifice somewhere, yeah, um, just like, um, you know, some devotees, they go on Harinam every day, every day hell or high water, they're going out. And uh, that's, that's a yakya. Um, that, that kind of thing attracts Krishna, that we're making a sacrifice for Krishna. Uh, I was one year in Germany in, for the Nishringa festival in Sumatra. And they have these pujaris who uh, have, uh, who went to South India and learned many of the 
ritualistic uh, things that are going on in the industry Sampadaya. Sometimes they uh, introduce some things like that. So I was uh, kind of, uh, well, how much of, of, of this do you need? Right? So they were going to install uh, a new chakra on the roof of the temple. Mm. And then the Pujari was chanting mantras. And in the beginning, I was not so impressed. But he chanted mantras for three days. And then he chanted, he chanted and he chanted and he chanted mantras until he lost his voice. Then I, I felt like, yes, now, now the Lord will, <laughs> will have personally uh, been attracted, you know, not by these mantras, but by the fact that he made such an effort. Yeah. Mm. Not from that it's just the right mantras and so on. Uh, no, it's it's by the effort. So the effort convinced me. Said, oh, now he lost his voice from chanting, from chanting so many mantras. Okay, yes, I believe in this now. <laughs> it was that day that I became a believer. Yes. So let us believe in, in, in the service of the devotees, the selfless effort that devotees make to, uh, to please Krishna. That is very powerful. That is something that can really save us. Yes. So I am. Uh, <laughs> yes. Some devotees are sitting on the beach. I was also on the beach today. I didn't have electricity anymore, so I'm sitting inside now. But uh, let us somehow, wherever we are, uh, uh, remember Krishna. That, uh, of course, in remembering Krishna, hearing, chanting, remembering, uh, it certainly comes from devotional service, but it also comes from being thoughtful and seeing how everything is connected with Krishna. Uh, it's not that uh, we are Krishna conscious, that we are always remembering Krishna by putting uh, a little special stand and then a picture of Krishna in front of our face. So now this is the perfection of life. I have this wire, hard wire stand around my neck and just a little stand. And then I have a picture of Krishna. This way I'm perfectly Krishna conscious because I'm always seeing a picture of Krishna. No, still not perfectly Krishna conscious. Uh, because even when we are in front of the deities, we can think of a million other things. Even the Pujari can think of, of you know, uh, something he forgot to buy in the shop. Oh, oh, I forgot. Now, let me remember uh, while waving incense. It's like, it's very difficult to, uh, to be totally absorbed, to be, that means, um, Total absorption comes only from love for Krishna. 
anyway, so I'm speaking about uh, yeah how to uh, how to be Krishna conscious, and uh, we are trying to be Krishna conscious um, and to try to always remember Krishna. So this remembering Krishna of Krishna is not just that. Okay, I have to remember Krishna. Now I have to remember Krishna, 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 Krishna. I have to remember Krishna. No, it is also about um, just seeing how everything is connected with Krishna. That's what Bhagavatam is doing. Uh, Srimad Bhagavatam is in various ways describing to us how everything is the in origin relating to Krishna or Krishna's extension. And by seeing that, Bhagavatam. When Bhagavatam describes the creation, it doesn't just describe that Krishna is the original creator, the prime mover. No, Bhagavatam describes how everything intricately is related to Krishna. And therefore, we can start to see through Bhagavatam how everything is related to Krishna. So, like we were walking to, uh, to the beach here in the Netherlands. Now, the, the Netherlands, they have this sea which is not exactly the Mediterranean, it's the North Sea, it's a tough sea. And yesterday we were there on that beach, and yesterday there was wind force six. Six is uh, is serious at sea, it is serious wind. So the amount of sand that was moving yesterday it was impressive, and so traditionally all that wind and sand has pushed the sand to create little hills or dunes some grass grew on some of them and gradually they stayed and became a natural wall for to, for the seawater it blocked the seawater from entering into the Netherlands, which is otherwise very low land. So some of the land would certainly flood if there was no such wall. Each time there would be high tide, <coughs> that land would flood. But now we were walking there this morning and here we saw this huge sand wall, a big sand wall arranged by Krishna. It keeps the water out. Well, it's clear that the people in the past uh, must have had some piety that Krishna made that arrangement. And we can just see how Krishna is the protector. Um, it is Krishna who is uh, protecting uh, all, making all the arrangements for our sustenance in this world. And every country, every situation has as something. I am in the Netherlands to uh, get a visa for India and it will take a little while. And, uh, and at the same time, I was here to take a little break from all the hectic, uh, uh, yeah, hectic times by being with so many people and being the center of many people's attention. So I, a little breather and uh, Nice in, uh, in in natural settings, <coughs> but when we look at nature, we see Krishna. Um, we very much see Krishna. 
So this is the vision that let us remember Krishna by seeing how everything is connected with Krishna. Very thoroughly. And Srimad Bhagavatam is helping us to see that in a very, very thorough way. And we see how things emanate from, first of all, Krishna. Krishna expands himself into Balaram. From Balaram comes the first chapter of Vyua, Vasudev Sangapadunya. Aniruddha, then we get Narayan, then we get a second chapter of Vyua. And we see that these personalities are all controlling, um, controlling aspects of, uh, of material existence. So as, the, as Krishna expands himself, the expansions of Krishna are more or less involved with our life in this way. So in this way, Krishna is directly involved with whatever is happening to us. And at the same time, in his original form, he is also aloof. So yeah, this is uh, very important to develop this vision. Because uh, that makes all the difference. Then we see Krishna everywhere. Then we'll see every, whatever forms we see, moving forms, non-moving forms, we'll see Krishna. So this is the art of being Krishna conscious. Uh, Krishna conscious is to see everything connected with Krishna. And to see how Krishna is behind everything, how Krishna is the source of everything, how Krishna is the controller of everything, how Krishna is in his expansions, deals with everything. This is how we are uh, really Krishna conscious all the time. Uh, all the time. Because no matter what we see, uh, this so-called distraction, no, even the so-called distraction is it's not distraction because there's nothing that's not related to Krishna. So therefore, that's also uh, when we look at uh, yeah at at, at uh, modern uh, the modern world and the industrial world has created uh, some ugly things, you know, smoke and this and that. But that's also Krishna. That's also Krishna's energy. It may be part of his lower energy. It may be part of his covering energy. It may be part of his rudra energy, of his destructive energy. But it's still Krishna's energy. It's never, there's not Krishna and something else. There's not God and the devil. Right? Even evil is not separate from the Lord. Evil is described like the backside of the Lord. Right? So even evil has its origin in the Lord. And evil is simply a bitter medicine. A bitter medicine for the sinful soul. For the stubbornly sinful soul, it takes more than just some, some knowledge. It would be really good if you would understand that there are three modes of material nature and that certain activities are in ignorance, some in passion, and some in goodness. It would be really good if you would act in goodness. Yeah, get out of the way. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, what shall we say? Due to ignorance, uh, due to ignorance, people may do so. I was selling Buddha candles 
in in the bars in Australia, and one man just grabbed the candle and bit the head of the Buddha. Okay, very <laughs> bold. Uh, unfortunate, unfortunate. So, what to do? What to do? Um, so ignorance can make us do so many stupid things, and we think it's funny, you know. This guy said, "Yeah, you know, like me, you know, this guy came in, you know, and it's like these Buddha candles, and I hit up." I just showed him, you know what I mean? I just showed him and it blew his mind. You should have seen his face, you know, when I just bit the head of the Buddha. Yes, yes. Of course, you should have seen Buddha's face as well. Who <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, may be looking upon you. <laughs> this is not good, my friend. This is not a good thing. Have you heard of suffering? Buddha's <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite topics yes. yeah, is suffering, after all. Yeah, I think <clears throat> so. The wheel of karma is the wheel of karma. So, yeah, these things are there. Anyway, we are uh, appreciating that people are in ignorance. Therefore, in one sense, this movement is, first of all, an educational movement. Right? Because the, the, ignorance, um, the ignorance of people has to be uh, removed. This ignorance is, uh, you know, is the obstacle. Everything comes forth with ignorance. Uh, in Bhagavad Gita, we get the description, the 15th chapter of the banyan tree with its roots upward, branches downwards, and these branches are just expanding and expanding, and that's just basically our uh, entire network of material activities. Yeah. So all of us have such a network. All of us. Um, it's not that we are Tabula rasa, that we are blank slates. All of us are such, uh, yeah, have such banyan trees with endless branches expanding in all directions. And then comes suddenly transcendental knowledge in the middle. And here we are. And we're trying to make something of it. And that's very difficult. Yeah. It's, it's getting, it's hot in this right now. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking at that. Oh, uh, how Krishna consciousness comes in the middle of our material lives. And now, how are we gonna uh, somehow or other always reconnect with Krishna consciousness? This is our challenge. The, the, the life, the basic makeup of our life right, as is come about due to previous karma and to choices we've made in this life, karma we've added 
And now uh, that brings the situation. And it's not, then when, when we hear about Krishna, it's not so easy to just change. And many times, uh, old habits die hard. Many times you fall back in the old ways, whatever that may be. So, um, but yes, let us look for whatever gives us strength, sources of strength. Uh, that's what we need. We look at it. So there's knowledge that will strengthen our determination. There is uh, simply, there are devotees who are our friends. So then we are not so motivated uh, to make a sacrifice because of so much spiritual advancement, but we're just simply doing it because our friends are doing it. Yeah. So all these things we need, all of them. We need Krishna conscious friends. We need to try and be with people who are strict. We need to uh, take shelter, take shelter, take shelter, take shelter, and be with those who are taking shelter. Like, okay, I keep on talking and I want to stop early, so I'm gonna now take some questions from some of you. And, uh, okay. So let's, uh, let's work backwards. So let's start with Monica. Okay, if she's not showing up, then we'll... Yes, I will. Uh, my question is not in line with today's lecture. I think it's about two weeks ago. You mentioned that we need to uh, find information about Prabhupada because he's a uh, very important element in our spiritual lives. So I yeah. realized with myself, I it's easier for me to read Prabhupada Lilam Rita. And I've yeah. read it, I think finished it twice now. And it's a bit difficult to read the other books. Is, Which is that bad? Like Srimad uh, Bhagavatam. I started reading, then I'll leave it halfway. But when it comes to Prabhupada Lilam Rita, it's easier to read from start to finish. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Because it's just a story about a person in the world that we live in. Because Bhagavatam takes us sometimes to other realms you know and sometimes uh, with with heavy philosophical language so maybe more difficult <clears throat> well you, you can can read both but you can definitely read uh, the Lilam Rita and also the other biographies you know Hari Sori's diaries and you know but definitely carry on to find out more and more who is Prabhupada but Prabhupada is also in his Bhagavatam purports. Don't forget that, you know. The Prabhupada said, these are my ecstasies. So especially the purports are, are very important. And of all the cantos, especially the first canto, especially the first canto is, is very important. So 
read the read the probably the meeting and read the first game. That'll be very nice. Okay, I go to the next. Um, Kirtinandini. Hare Krishna, Maharaj. Can yes, you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, thank you. Um, so I have the question. Um, I actually have two, but I, I want to ask um, if, not if, but um, in which situations we should maybe better net, not take on a service that maybe we were asked to do or that we find no one is doing. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. You know, the, the, we are we we are trying to give our life to Krishna. We have not joined the fire brigade. You know, if we would have joined the, the fire brigade, and every time there is some emergency, we have to have to go there, right? But you know, we have to see what is our service already, and now. If we take on more service, how is that new service that we're now about to, to say yes to or no to, how is that affecting our the service that we've already accepted? If for some reason that new service interferes with the service that we are already doing, then uh, that is, uh, is simply uh, undesirable. That is then over endeavor. Yes. So then that's not to be accepted. Yeah. That's when we should say no. But if we have no other service and there's nothing to do and they ask us to do that service, then then we can do. Then we can do. And like when we feel like maybe spiritually we might not be mature enough or even like material material wise, we maybe not be apt like apt enough like no. But 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 the, the the but still we can when the Vaishnavas ask us, we we still try and that will empower us. You know, also many this movement is not always running on material talents and abilities. It's running also on on the principle of surrender. And we've had many times situations where, you know, someone was asked to do a service they had no qualification for, but they tried. And, Somehow or other, because they tried, they managed, and in the end, it it worked out. So Krishna is also there. So so we should not think, oh, well. But of course, if someone says, "Can you drive?" and you don't, if you don't have the license for it, then maybe better don't. Mm -hmm. so Thank you very much. Yes, thank you also. Okay, now we go to uh, Monomai. Then we go to Steph, and then we go to Abai. Please accept my humble obeisances, Maharaj. Yeah, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Good to see you. Okay, it must be cold over there. Oh, yes, it's very cold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you for giving us your time every Friday. Yeah. Huh? Uh, my question is, Maharaj, how can we learn to do everything with love? 
love is a gift, a gift wow. from Krishna. Uh, you know, we cannot dictate our heart. We cannot tell your heart, you must love, right? You must love this, you must love that. No, your heart has a life of its own. It's, so to do something with love is difficult. But Krishna, fortunately, Krishna is, is very lovable. Krishna is all attractive. So by finding out more about Krishna, about his nature, naturally, we will uh, start to experience some love. Uh, like today, I was reading this about uh, at the beginning, about that name, Hemantalila. Okay? And I read to you about how the, wi the winter season, the past times of Radha and Krishna, the winter season, and how Vrinda Devi gave them nice winter coats made of crimson, red, yellow, and blue. Okay? So it's, uh, it's, it's nice that to, to hear about Krishna like that. So Krishna is interesting. Krishna is attractive. Therefore, it's possible to love him. If you love someone, you, also, you have to admire them. You know, if you admire, if you think they're, if you think Krishna is wonderful, if you see Krishna's wonderful qualities, naturally start to, to love him more and more. So in this way. Let us explore how Krishna is wonderful and surely our love for him will grow. Thank you. Thank you also. Hare Krishna. Yeah, Hare Krishna. Yeah, how are you? Steph. Hare Krishna, Guru Maharaj. Hi, Bo. Um, my question was, um, I've just been watching a video with um, Papa Babu and also one of your previous videos, and I was wondering, um, how do we cultivate the realizations within the heart, and how do we really go deep and continue to go deep in our Krishna consciousness throughout, our, throughout this life? Yes. Um, actually, your question is something that uh, sooner or later all of us are, uh, are encountering because we're doing all these things, but how deep is really our bhakti? You know, externally we're, we're living the life of a devotee, we're bowing down, we're doing so many things that are all part of a devotee's life. But how much are we doing these things really from the heart? And, uh, and over time, we begin to feel that actually, I'm not, I'm not doing these things really from, with great depth and great sincerity. I'm lacking in such sincerity. So this is a stage of, of humility. It is at that stage that we are seeing other wonderful devotees who, who we think are greater and uh, and we serve them and uh, and in this way we are uh, you know then something will change okay? 
then by serving these devotees, then gradually Krishna will, will become pleased with us and then Krishna will give it to us, these, these realizations. You see? Um, yeah, you know, like I was just reading today to, uh, to, to someone, uh, I was reading uh, a nice message that I got from Janani Ras in Mayapur. I'm going to read it. It was a simple message and it was a nice message. One second. Here it is. Hare Krishna, Jivadamukana Maharaj. May Kirtan be your life. May Kirtan be your soul. May Kirtan be your life and soul. May Lord Nishingadev protect you in your Kirtan Ras. Your servant, Janani Vastas, is Kamayapur. Well, I appreciated that a lot, you know, that I got that blessing because I, I uh, yeah, with my health and the lungs are not good, I think, oh my God, then I will not be able to sing. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm very pleased with the blessings of, uh, of such a Vaishnava, such a devotee. So, you know, we all, need to look for blessings from from the Vaishnavas. That will bring us to depth. It's that's the breakthrough. Yeah, that's how we get get to the other level where we go deep in Krishna consciousness. So let us serve the Vaishnavas. Thank you. Okay, thank you, Maharaj. Okay. Let's... Hey, bye. -bye. I Tell will. <laughs> yep. Um, I just had a question. Basically, uh, recently I had a friend who, like, I grew up with, and we were really close. He kind of, you know, after a couple of years, he kind of, you know, we drifted away, and he started getting into like, you know, drinking and all this kind of stuff. But a couple of months ago, he reached out to me, and he was kind of saying how he wants to, like, you know become you know i guess like reconnect with the devotees and stuff like that and you know take his spiritual life more seriously and i just kind of want to know how i can be like a like an actual like a proper influence for him to make sure like he stays around I, obviously it's not fully up to me but i feel like because he came to me i feel like i, I have some responsibility now yeah. and i want to see like what i can do to keep him inspired i guess yeah um, okay well i guess Obviously, he came to you because he sees you also as a friend, you know. So, so you have to be his friend. Yeah, I think that's that's the foundation of why he comes to you. Mm. And then, yeah, you have to try and do something uh, Krishna conscious together. You, know? you have to try and uh, and uh, take him somewhere to take him to to a temple, take him to the bodies, go. That take him to a kirtan, you know, something that he would like. Yeah. Uh, try and, and, and connect him to, to something. You know, it's like, uh, uh, I don't know how it is where you are, but I was recently in London and then, like, you know, there's different kirtan programs going on. You can take people there or, or go, to some, go to a temple or whatever it is. 
Is it necessary to make all this money? <laughs> yeah, somebody's here, right behind you and something. Um, Nitai, do you need something? Warm water. Just do it with cold water because it's not cold now. Okay, so that solved that problem. Oh. Um, yeah. Uh, one sec, I have to focus again. See, I'm going to get distracted. Then now my mind became warm water. Um, uh, but your friend, yeah, he, he needs to plug in again with, with devotional service, obviously. So the first thing is association with devotees and to just be there with the devotees. I mean, we can't immediately ask him, are you chanting 16 rounds? Are you, are you know, I mean, that's not where yeah. he begins. But associating with devotees, taking prasadam, that's where he should begin. And then let's see how much he can pick up of, of sadhana. You know. Sooner or later, um, we have to become sadhakas if we want to practitioners. You know, this, I mean, if you really want to go deeper in Krishna consciousness, we'll have to start chanting Hare Krishna yeah, and follow for regulated principles. But, but inside. Wait, just a second. I'm, uh... <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm at work right now. <laughs> okay, you're at work, and uh, I'm also yeah. sort of in a, <laughs> in a social situation, you know. Yeah. So, and uh, anyway, so what I think is, uh, yeah, we should uh, be a friend, give a nice prasadam, you know, bring some, uh, whenever you have some goodies, you know, give to him. Give him some gifts, you know, a nice book or something, you know, something he can read, you know, even if it's not, or some nice music, you know, something. Yeah. Uh, give him some gifts like that. And uh, and bring him a bit more in the association of devotees. And then gradually it will, uh, let's see how much he can take. That depends on, you know, I'm not sure where he's at. We'll see. Yeah. Some never come back fully to 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 uh, chanting sixteen rounds, but they stay connected. You know I mean? That's also good. Yeah, not everyone is meant to chant sixteen rounds and follow four regs. Some are, but still they they remain connected. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. So you're sitting in a car. Yeah, we're uh, we're doing some repair on some lady's house, but it's gonna rain, so we have to leave now. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> All right. Too bad. Too bad. Here it's uh, yesterday. There was a storm. I'm walking on the beach, and today it's just beautiful, super sunny, super nice. So uh, anyway, tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to the Ratiya train for long. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Where are you now? Uh, in Michigan, Ypsilanti. Oh, that's right, Ypsilanti. Yeah. Right. That's the name. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs>
we just uh we got Gorny Thai and I I dressed him for the first time last week with my brother. Is uh yeah. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, what can we do? Yeah, it's it has to be now. <laughs> yeah. I mean do that, do those kind of things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've got, okay. I got got Vance today visiting now. Yeah, train his brother helps. Head to in New York. He says, paint your brother. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hi, Rob. Hi, Rob. Okay. Okay. I Wish will. You Thank you. Yes. Okay. Hare Krishna. That was Kishore. Kishore. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Okay. Now I am alone looking at the other cameras. Mm -hmm. Did everybody leave? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Pulipalik. Yes. Hi, Krishna Guru Maharaj. Thank you again for your precious time today. Um, mm -hmm. The question I have is about um, the devotional service, but sometimes. Uh, or a lot of times it happens that uh, we are in a lot of anxiety, just a normal like running late or some other things comes in between and things. How do we deal with it or how do we like get back our focus to the actual service that we are doing? We are, because I said, uh, we, we are in the middle of our material life, like the branches of a banyan tree that have spread everywhere. And then suddenly Krishna consciousness come. So uh, therefore we are influenced by the modes of material nature. Um, due to the influence of lower modes, there is anxiety, right? Now that's natural, but who is anxiety free? So what we do, we cannot just on command overcome that. It doesn't just say, and now I have to be transcendental. We are not. If we're honest, we're actually not. So what we do is we purify the anxiety by at least connecting it with devotional service. And then gradually uh, we stop, we, um, a material desire, to, uh, a material anxiety decreases and gradually our anxiety will be only related to Krishna then that anxiety becomes blissful anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Then we may still worry, but we're all worrying about Krishna. Mother Yasoda also worries. She worries about Krishna all the time. Yes. So mothers always worry. That's the nature of, of mothers. Even Mother Yasoda is always in anxiety. Oh, I hope that there's no demons coming today. It's like all oh, these demons are coming. Can't imagine. She was always in anxiety. But it was always transcendental anxiety. So that's the key. That's the key. Just worry for Krishna. And then gradually we start worrying less. Things, then we don't worry anymore about things we used to worry about. Don't you worry about a thing. Thank you so much, Maharaj.
Yes, Peter Rotter. Marge, I was just um, <clears throat> wondering, when one is sort of preparing to go Vrindavan, is there anything you recommend that they should hear or do or read just to get more, more in the mood? Why not? Read the Krishna book. That can be nice. You know. Start reading the Krishna book. And you just get into, get into the mood of all the pastimes that took place, and then later you will go to all those places. And also read the Krishna book. It will be very nice. Yes. The Krishna book. Such a blissful book. So deep. So incredibly rich. So intellectual. The Krishna book. So sweet. The Krishna book. The summum It's like the ultimate is the Krishna book. Tenth canto is called the summum the ultimate good. Here it is. Tenth canto in Krishna book form. So you can read that. What better preparation could there be for me now? Of course, I'll read the Chaitanya Charitam read to go to Vindavan because I can only be there meditating on the mercy of Lord Chaitanya. <laughs> then again, others read the Bhagavad Gita before they go to Vindavan so that they remember that they're not this body, the eternal spirits. So somehow or other, read Prabhupada's books. And if you read, keep on reading Prabhupada's books, you'll find you're already in Vrindavan. That analogous for you. <laughs> so I'll leave you with that. Thank you. Ah, Hare Krishna. And are you still muted? I think so. Uh, yes. Uh, okay. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Please accept Hare. my obeisances. Uh, my my question is uh, uh, more practical. Uh, sometimes devotees have temple rooms in their houses, and uh, at times more guests, more families. May, may may arrive then uh, there are uh, there are rooms in the house is, is it is it okay to use the uh, the temple room for okay sorry no better not better not no okay. no, no, no we should not do that no no that we've given to krishna so no, better we get in, get another solution, mm -hmm. but that's not an option. No. Thank you.
हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा गुरु महाराज हरे कृष्णा थैंक यू फॉर द वंडरफुल क्लास महाराज माय क्वेश्चन इज एज पर व्हाट यू सेड रिगार्डिंग द you know externally when we do all the services we put a tilak we put a dhoti and we do all that service but internally how much progressing we are doing so how can we where can we gauge that or how can we know that we are progressing internally um i think that the more and more we connect to the service of the senior vaishnavas assisting them in their service <laughs> Right. that's then our spiritual life will become more and more uh powerful you know? just like uh you know in uh, <clears throat> yeah in uh, in the gold coast area right where you are staying there um there are devotees there so let us uh somehow or other help them you know another state responsibility for krishna consciousness um there the whole world is full of materialistic people is a handful of people who are krishna conscious now let amongst all those people who are krishna conscious there is 10% that does 90% of the world work and there's 90% that does 10% of the work now you decide which group you want to be with do you want to be with the 10% that does 90% of the work or do you want to be with the 90% that does 10% of the work that is your decision but but that's the key that's the key for for getting more mercy yes maharaj and also um just to, sorry if you don't mind can i ask one more question yeah so you know all the time how can we motivate ourselves to be in krishna consciousness um i know we need as you said right now that uh, we need more senior devotees and uh, we sometimes we, we need to seek inspiration sometimes that is the devotee association sometimes you need to go to the holy dam Uh, every devotee knows that i must you know that this is necessary right? surely going to the holy dam is not just uh, you know a luxury no it's essential um, inviting vaishnavas to your house you know is essential these are the kind of things that bring bring life uh, bring life to your house have kirtan in your house with the devotees then they will be you'll get surcharged so to find the, the daily motivation or the ongoing motivation we need to do something make an effort yes guru maharaj thank you very much hari krishna Yeah, Hare Krishna. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Hare Krishna, Maharaj. Tanu Pranam. All glory to Shri Lakshmi. Yeah. Okay. I hope uh, I hope you are doing well. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. So a couple of instructions that I had uh, directly received, I just wanted to touch base and follow up. I have, I have some questions, very small questions. Mm -hmm. uh, this was regarding nectar of devotion. And um, uh, there was a mention that you said that, it, that there are 19 texts. Is that from an, a nectar of instruction or devotion? I just wanted to clarify that. 19 texts versus 19 chapters, not 19, 19 chapters. I wanted you to read oh. the first 19 chapters. Mm -hmm. That is called the Eastern Division. The Nectar Devotion in Sanskrit is actually Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, the transcendental ocean of the malady of devotional service. Now, mm -hmm. this ocean is, is divided up in four sections. And these four sections uh, are these four divisions. So there's the Eastern division. And the first 19 chapters are the Eastern division. So I would like you to read the first 19 chapters of the Nectar Devotion. Not okay. verse, but chapters. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I'm reading that with my partner and um, that's a very good exercise that that has given a lot of inspiration. And um, the second one was the translation uh, project. So I have I have yet to finish that uh, assignment. So I will be doing that in Hindi and uh, I'll keep the uh, senior devotees updated on that. I have not been able to pick it up, but I'll continue with that. Okay. And you are connected with those devotees? With, with... Yes, yes. Okay. Yes, yes. I mean, Tandavini, yeah, she can connect you with the group of the bodies who are doing Hindi translations. Yes, and uh, lastly, I had one um, request if you could connect me to somebody who's into communications uh, in BBT. I think we had spoken about it and you mentioned that you would get back. I think Tirumala is, 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 is a good person. She's involved with the BBT and she's doing communications. She is like uh, working with Vaisheshi Prabhu and she is uh, the uh, coordinator for uh, all the uh, campaigns that uh, Vaisheshi is running. And she makes, all, she's, she's, she makes all the communication material and coordinates and so on. She's on this Zoom. And I'll ask her to uh, put her contact details for you in the in the in the chat box. Thank you. Thank you. And I hope to see you soon. Yes, that would be nice to see you soon. Thank you. Yes. Hare Krishna. Yeah. Hare Krishna. Yes, Akshay. Hare Krishna Maharaji, please accept my humble obeisance, Maharaj. How are you? I'm good, Maharaji. Thank you. Uh, Maharaj, I just wanted to ask you like how one can one can become a dear uh, disciple of his spiritual master. Uh, well, I think all spiritual masters are servants of Srila Prabhupada and have taken 
responsibility in Srila Prabhupada's movement. And, and, and that's what we would like to see from our disciples. When our disciples are taking some responsibility in the movement of Srila Prabhupada, then we're very pleased. That responsibility is of two types, achar and prachar, or in personal behavior and conduct, and in doing a seva for the mission. So that's what we'd like to see, that a disciple is spotless in his behavior, and at the same time that he's doing some, some responsible service for uh, Srila Prabhupada's mission. And if you will do that, oh, you will get all the blessings of your spiritual master. Yes, Maharaj. Thank you, Maharaj. Thank you. Are you well? Yes, Maharaj. Nice. Yes. By your blessing. Uh, no, thank you. Thank you for uh, for being here today and asking a question. I, I'm happy about that. You know, I think we should uh, try and connect more in this way. Um, of course, I'm coming to India for Radhastani and it would be wonderful if you can make it then, but that would be very good. Yes, Maharaj. Uh, you will be coming to Iskon Juhu also? Like... Uh, I am not so sure. Vrindavan is Vrindavan. I'm a Yes, Yes. Hare Krishna, can you hear me? Krishna, Krishna, we can hear you and see you out there. Do you have a real backdrop or is it a, is it a... It's a real one, Maharaj. This is Rice Lip Lido. It's a English cheap version of a beach. Cheap <laughs> uh, <geez>, version. <laughs> it's like a fake one, but the sand yeah. still works. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. Ramuna Leela's birthday today, so we've come here to celebrate. There's a mom, and everyone's here. She's making she's making bell. Here's Ramuna Leela. Say happy birthday. Right here. Yes, Hare Krishna. Looks very nice there. Huh? Yes, it's very, it's very nice weather. It's very warm. Yes, here also for a change. Yesterday was a big storm in England also, or it was also nice yesterday? No, I don't think there was much of a storm at England. We have a heat wave coming next week. Third yes, same here. British same people. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, that's really encouraging. Yeah. <laughs> I like heat waves myself. And it's it's so nice to see you all outside and just like you know having some prasadam and little kirtan. I guess very nice. And I'm happy to see. You. I'm already beginning to miss London when I see things like that. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
Thank you. What else? Okay, so I have a question, Maharaj. Um, so a couple of questions ago, someone said um, about the answer to one devotee was that we should take the association of senior Vaishnavas. And my question is, is um, so, you know, this logic of Lokanath Swami go to a busy you want something done? Try to speak close you to tell us. So, you know, Vaishnavas are busy people, but what should we, how should we manage it? How should we, um, how should we reconcile? You can hear now? Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just how do we reconcile? We can do small things in the beginning, you know. I mean, many people. I'm a busy person, but sometimes some some devotee has made some nice prasadam. They give it to me. You know, sometimes one time someone came and they brought me a beautiful tali, and it had Mahaprasadam on it from from many many temples in Vrindavan and other places, and it was really extraordinary a gift. Uh, so you know, you can give gifts. And so on. You have to just uh, do the, the, love, the six loving exchanges amongst the Vaishnavas. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and as you're giving some gifts, you get noted. You know? They start to know you. And then you get to do some service. You just, uh, and gradually it increases. You know? Like, yeah, you know, I, we went to Satsarup Maharaj and Vasudev, who's here with me now, he also came. And then, uh, you know, and he had been there before, and he knows some devotees and this, that. But this time, he became part of the team that was supporting Satsarup Maharaj as he has difficulty walking the stairs. And, uh, and, and, and Vasudev, although he doesn't have big muscles, somehow or other, was the chosen one. And Maharaj, <laughs> Maharaj now knows his name and how he knows today and so on. So in this way, the service increases. Begin small and then gradually the opportunities come and then you do some more and some more and then a relationship develops. Then Maharaj, my, my, my question is more, I mean, that's really, that's a really nice point to show the progressive nature of winning the heart of a senior Vaishnava or any Vaishnava in fact. My, my, my question Maharaj is more the reconciliation between us wanting that attention and that access to the senior Vaishnava versus the senior Vaishnava's busy schedule and limited time and tiredness etc etc and everybody wants a piece of a few whereas is there an element of us becoming satisfied with serving maybe one tier down so, well, you know, it's, it's, it's like we all want to serve the, the, the senior Vaishnava by serving his physical needs, right? But mm -hmm. um, there are not so many, you know, like, I mean, uh, if I eat chapatis, how many chapatis can I eat, <laughs> right? So if a thousand people, thousand people want to make chapatis, I definitely cannot eat a thousand chapatis. So, yeah. There is a problem there. I'll only eat four. 
So then 996 <laughs> bodies will unfortunately not be eaten. What can I do? So maybe not everyone should try to. Right. But maybe not everyone should try to make chapatis. You know? Maybe there's, there's, so besides serving my physical needs, which are limited, you know, there are, there are other things that are much more important. I mean, if I want to see that everyone in the UK has a full set of Srila Prabhupada's books in his house, now that's what, that's my, that's what I want to do. Yes. And how can we get this done? If somebody would do that for me, even one person, even an auntie, you know, I mean, call your auntie and just somehow or other get auntie a set of Prabhupada's books, I would be in ecstasy, right? Because if everyone would give to his auntie, then so many books would go. And once auntie is done, then how about, you know, your cousin? How about your cousin's sister? How about your cousin's sister's daughter's husband? <laughs> and you know how it is you can do the whole Indian family and by the time everyone in your family and, and if you don't have the money to get everyone a book then you, then you have to engage them in giving each other a book okay? so you know you cannot manage now you have to convince the persons who have the book but they should also give the book to someone. This is this whole Badra Purnima idea mm -hmm. that on Badra Purnima, you should give away a set of Bhagavad. So if any of my disciples would be involved with this, uh, that would be very, very pleasing to me. And if I get that news, hey, I am jumping up and down on my seat from, <laughs> yay, we really did something. Yeah? And then four people, you know, or one person can make four chapatis, and that's fine, you know. And the other, the others can can do other services. And there are many services, you know. Some are working in the school of bhakti. I think it's very very nice. I also think of connecting the school of bhakti more to other programs. Like I said, there should be a brochure about the School of Bhakti and every book that is distributed in the UK. Okay. At every program, the School of Bhakti should just clearly be advertised. I think the one thing that's missing in the School of Bhakti is marketing. We're not presenting it. And, and I would like to see that some devotees take up this service. So I have many services that we can take up. And uh, yes, it's, it's, I would be very happy if, if devotees take up such services. Um, yeah, we can make a whole list of such services. I think that's a really nice, uh, that's a really nice resolution is then to have a list so that people who are scratching their heads, trying to think, okay, but Prabhupada said what he wants, but what does Kadamba Kananda Swami want? In a clear way, a regional way, then people can feel peace of mind even after some physical separation they can feel peaceful that okay this is guaranteed this is pleasing the spiritual master so yeah very good thank you very much for such a beautiful but also practical answer i appreciate it a lot
Very good. Okay. <laughs> I think you were the last one. At least okay. in the beginning, you were the first one. Um, I'm also coming out of steam because it's, uh, it's, it's time is up. Um, we are going to drive early in the morning. So time to rest for us. I thank you. And uh, looking forward to see some of you in the Cologne Ratiat tomorrow. Looking forward to seeing the UK devotees once I've got my visa things settled up in the Netherlands. And looking forward to seeing all of you uh, in, uh, in Vendaven for some time. Uh, so, and if you cannot come, don't worry. We'll just meet here on Zoom. And that's also good. It's also transcendental. And you also meet me in your devotional service. Don't forget that you always meet your spiritual master in your devotional service. Hare Krishna. Thank you very much. Srila